Welcome to Your Food Looks Funny, today's questionable item that some of you may not find edible are items that do or do not have texture. I'm not eating that. Today, we have a few key topics that I'm going to go over dealing with people who do like certain textures in their food and others who don't like certain textures in their food. A little story about how I kind of got to this topic. Today, I was making a cheesecake for a friend's birthday and that friend requested a cheesecake that was flavored with coffee and Biscoff cookies. Normally when I'm making desserts for somebody, I take a few creative liberties to make it as if I'm going to be the one eating it. I have an issue with certain desserts not having enough texture. Cheesecake is one of those desserts. So cheesecake is a very smooth, creamy dessert. And depending on what kind of crust it has, it may not have a lot of texture. And I need some kind of crunch, some kind of bite inside of my desserts. I thought about what kind of flavors would match with coffee and Biscoff and ultimately came up with Heath bars. For those of you who don't know what a Heath bar is, it's a, it's a chocolate bar that has toffee on the inside, like a crunchy caramel flavor that goes well with coffee and the Biscoff cookie. So I chopped up a bunch of those mini uh, Heath bars and put them on top of the cheesecake to give it some bite. Now I haven't eaten it yet, but I know it's going to have good bite top and bottom because of the topping and I didn't want it to be all smooth. Now th this made me think about many people that I know, including my wife, who don't like items that are overly smooth. For instance, ranch dressing, yogurt, mashed potatoes, these are a couple of the things that she just will not eat because of its smooth consistency and texture. It just doesn't have a good mouthfeel to her. So uh, with that said, I'm just going to go through a few items and a few suggestions that I have in order for people to eat more items and have a wider range of things that they will eat by adding a little texture or taking away some of that overly hard texture because there are also people on the other end of the spectrum who don't like overly crunchy items it could be just you know a bite feel that they don't like dealing with in their teeth popcorn those kinds of things or it could just be they like the smoother consistency on the opposite spectrum of others who may not like that um so with a few of those things uh, not starting with the ranch dressing, but starting with yogurt. So yogurt has that very smooth consistency. It may feel unappealing to some, um, adding granola, uh, sometimes helps me out. I like yogurt, but I usually don't like it by itself. I will eat it, but chances are I'm not trying to eat that. So uh, normally I'll add some granola. I'm not a big fan of raisins, so my granola has to be raisinless. That's a whole nother texture feel when you have dried fruit inside of something that's already a little slimy. So uh, normally I'll just go with the crunchy route of granola. And there are so many different flavors of granola that you can find in your local store that will be, 
you know, appealing to your palate, it, it's easy to find something. So just browse your local Whole Foods, Fresh Market. They have something that you can probably just try a little bit of and see if it works for you. All right. Uh, mashed potatoes. That That's one thing that my wife does not eat in, in any form, no matter how I make it. It's one of my favorite sides to do and to make. And she just won't eat it. Um, one thing I've found with doing with my mashed potatoes is like my mom used to do them for me. She wouldn't overly smooth them out. So she didn't add an abundance of milk. Um, she wouldn't overly whip them. She didn't use a mixer. Uh, she didn't use a sieve or a food mill to like make them really smooth. She would hand mash them. So it left a little bit of potato texture to it. So they were smooth to a certain point, but not overly smooth. They still had a few of the potato lumps in there, which I really liked and still like to this day. Although I use a stand mixer when I do mine. Also, I will put a little bit of ranch powder in my mashed potatoes. That's another little secret to give it a little bit more uh, zing other than just salt, pepper, butter, heavy cream, or milk, whichever one you prefer to use. Again, going into the dessert. So I started this off by talking about cheesecake and its texture for me. There's so many different types of cheesecake that you can make that uh, there has to be some kind of texture that can be made. And one major thing that I've learned throughout my cooking career is that you always have to find a balance with your dishes. So sweet, salty, sour, spicy. Same thing goes for the texture, not just the flavor. You want to have a mixture of smooth, crunchy. You want to have different mouth feels along with different mouth tastes on certain food items. So with a lot of my desserts, I'll have a creamy element along with a crunchy element, uh, maybe a cold versus a hot, maybe a room temperature versus a cold, but they give a different feel. It's a different experience. It makes you feel like there's more happening than just after two bites. It's just a monotonous, so I need to finish this now because you know I've got three scoops and they all taste the same. No, you want it to taste like something else. So a lot of people gravitate towards the, you know, the butter pecans, um, the waffle cones. They want some kind of extra texture to go along with their ice cream. Not too many people are just eating plain vanilla or plain chocolate or, you know, some sort of plain. My wife loves strawberry ice cream, but only if it has strawberries in it. That's a texture thing. So think about those things when you are making your own food. Give it a different feel. Don't just, you know, leave it all flat. You don't want everything to be mushy. You don't want everything to be crunchy. You know, balance it out a little bit. Okay. Um, so dealing with what I said with the Heath bars on top of the cheesecake earlier, candy bars. A lot of people that eat candy have preferences. So again, my mom raised me on eating candy bars that had nuts in them. So uh, Mr. Good bars, uh, Snickers. Um, anything that has some sort of crunch to it is what I gravitated towards simply because that's what she ate. Crunch bars, hundred grand. They all had some kind of crunch. It was a different experience than eating a Milky Way or a plain Hershey bar. Like those things were so boring to me. And, and you can jazz them up by putting them in other stuff, but on their own, I mean, they're just, it's just like a, a base of a starting meal. So candy bars some of the more popular ones 
have been the ones that have extra texture in them simply because people are looking for that experience. And and I'm saying it like it's a trip to Disneyland because it is. Every time you eat, it's a new experience. Don't make eating just a monotonous part of your routine simply because you have to do it every day to keep up your energy levels. Make it a fun environment that you can do by yourself. So you don't have to eat with people to enjoy it. Be able to enjoy your meal by yourself. And changing up the textures to your meals can be one of those things to help. So we just got through candy bars. Uh, One main thing that I've seen a lot with people is cooking pasta. So pasta is one of these hit and miss things, depending on what dish it's in, that people will have. And if it's overcooked, it's unappealing. So mushy noodle that just kind of disintegrates in your mouth is normally not as appealing to some. I know it's not to me, uh, maybe to some, but it's not an appealing mouthfeel to have an overcooked noodle just disintegrate in your mouth. You want to know it's there. You don't want the sauce and the noodle to become one and you just forget there's a noodle there and it just becomes a, you know, a bowl or a plate of mush. So with noodles there's um, a saying in culinary called al dente so when you cook a noodle you want it to be cooked to al dente for most dishes and al dente means to the tooth that means it still has a little bite to it so you want to be able to know that you can bite through it and feel that it's there with noodles you want to know it's a part of the dish don't let it just be the vessel to hold the cheese or the pasta sauce or whatever you're cooking it for the pasta salad you want to know it's there so an al dente noodle when cooked to the proper place should have a little bite to it and as soon as it's done cooking if you're not serving it immediately you need to cool the noodles down you can run cold water on it drop it in an ice bath you just be able to strain it out because you're going to have ice everywhere if you put the ice in with the noodles unless you rinse it off. But cooling the noodles off immediately will stop them from cooking. If you just bring them out, they will continue cooking if you don't put anything cold on it, like cold water or drop it in an ice bath. And also another thing with noodles, texture-wise, if you try to save them, um like as a leftover and you put them in your refrigerator make sure you toss them in a little bit of oil or some kind of fat oil butter something so that they don't stick together in that wad you know that wad that you get when you put it in your refrigerator and it comes out looking like a pokemon you just want to leave it a little moistened with some sort of oil or something so that it doesn't stick together and it makes it much easier to reheat um when you do your next dish uh, another item, and this will be our last uh, food item here that we'll talk about, baked versus fried. So many issues come up with baked foods versus fried foods. Mainly, I'll do two examples, chicken and fish. You ever had that baked chicken where you just pulled it out and the skin was slimy? That's gross, right? Like they didn't cook it high enough or long enough. Or it comes out too dry, they just forgot about it in the oven. It was just taking a 350 degree sunbathing. Just, just not good. So 
with baked versus fried. Obviously, there are different health benefits of having baked chicken or fish versus fried chicken or fish. But most people gravitate towards fried items when looking at flavor and texture. But they might not necessarily be looking for the health benefits out of it. There are ways to add texture to these baked items, mainly searing. So with chicken, especially the skin on, you want to get a good hard sear on the skin side of that chicken. Same thing with fish. Get a good hard sear on it before putting it in the oven. And that will give you a nice crispy skin on the outside. Before you sear that, make sure that it's dry. Dry it off with a paper towel, kitchen towel, something so that the moisture doesn't keep it soggy while it's in the pan on the stove. Get a nice sear on it, flip it over, put it in the oven. It'll give you some nice texture, be nice and crispy. It's almost like uh, grilling. You can do the same thing with grilling. Get a nice sear on it, put it in the oven. That'll add some texture to it. That way, if you sauce it, you know, you might lose some of that texture if you sauce the skin, but you'll still get something out of it other than that slimy consistency that's not really appealing for the mouthfeel. With some of those items that we just kind of went over, just think about them. Think about the next thing that you're going to eat, that you're maybe going to cook. Think about, hey, how did somebody put the effort into this one? Or how did I put the effort into this one to make it a little bit more uh, texture friendly to myself? I hate smooth stuff. Let me add a little crunch to it. I hate overly crunchy stuff. Let me make that a little softer or smooth it out a little bit or make these noodles so that they don't turn into sand in my mouth along with the sauce. All right. So I appreciate you listening. Uh, I'm going to make a few posts. Uh, I'll get some reactions from my wife uh, about some of these items, let you know what she thinks. And and uh, you can see her perspective on this on the uh, on the social media pages. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at YFLF podcast. That's YFLF as in your food looks funny podcast. All right. Thank you for listening. I'll let you all later.